Dreams of a Better Day podcast, and we are back. And this week, per the recommendation of the fan, we watched the 2014 movie, Mom's Night Out, starring Deb from Everybody Loves Raymond, Samwise Gamgee, and April from Grey's Anatomy. So, pretty killer cast. Uh, uh, You're forgetting the star of the movie, the most important character in the movie, Alex Kendrick yes. as the pastor of First Baptist yes. Church. Alex Kendrick plays a supporting role in this movie. And even though all those other people I just mentioned were in the cast, when he made his first appearance on screen, <laughs> we were elated. We went wild. <laughs> what a delight. Yeah. Having Alex Kendrick in this movie. We had no idea going into yeah. it that he would be there. Then all of a sudden, Coach Taylor from Facing the Giants is there in the flesh. Yeah. I, I was unsure if this was actually a Christian movie, but then I saw I, Alex Kendrick and I knew, That's right. right, this yeah. is a Christian movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ben... So, so, yeah, the plot of Mom's Night Out is the, the classic story of an overstressed mother who is... Well, I think before we get into this, we should be clear... This movie was not made for us. No. Yeah, this we are not the target demographic. <laughs> Neither Ben nor I are Christian moms. Yes. Um, we, we had to, as we were watching this movie, sort of channel our inner mom, mommy blogger yeah. in order to try to understand how or what was happening. Yeah, and you know, I think I discovered things about myself along the way. I think it's good for we people were, to tap into that It was, it was a that learning side. experience. Yeah, exactly. This. Yeah, so I think we have to give a synopsis of the plot here. I think, yeah, oh, or at least definitely. the premise. At least try to uh, the title. Yeah. The title "Mom's Night Out" sort of explains it all. It's an yeah. overstressed mother who is dealing with feelings of inadequacy, even though she's got you know like the perfect life. And so she plans a mom's night out with some other moms that she knows. Yeah, and, and she, they do it via text during a Bible study. Yeah. And they realize while an older woman is... I think it's the pastor's wife that they invite to go along with them, isn't it? That's giving no, them a Deb talk? No, Deb from Everybody Loves Raymond is the pastor's wife. Right, isn't she the one that's giving the talk? Yeah, but there's another lady like giving an off-topic rant about something that she thinks relates to the Bible study. <laughs> As... As one does in a Bible study, yes. and yes. authentic movie making. Yes. Right okay. There. Yeah. So this is a very, a very raw human moment where this uh, woman is giving this off. I think you mean a moment. Oh, uh, excuse me. And so they are. She's giving this rant at the Bible study, this off-topic spiel about something or other, and then the April from Grey's Anatomy starts texting Deb from Everybody Loves Raymond. Are we just going to name them by their names in other movies? I don't know if it's surprising to know this, Ben, but I don't remember any of the supporting characters' names. I know Allison. Allison was the main character, right? Yeah. Samwise Gamgee. Was just Sean. Sean. Yeah, which that's easy to remember. Yeah. Uh, Bridget Bridget was 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 Samwise Gamgee's half-sister. Yeah. And I don't remember the pastor's wife's name. We, We literally were just watching this moments ago. I know. Oh, 
We're so bad at this. All right. <clears throat> okay. So, so they plan a mom's night out. Yeah. And, and then hijinks ensue is yes. essentially. The, yeah. Because they leave their kids with their stupid husbands. Yeah. In case you don't, you're not aware of this, listener, men are stupid. They are, without a doubt, the dumbest morons Man, they don't know anything about kids, about taking care of kids. They like to play video games. Yeah, they love video games, and... That's about it. That's about it, yeah. yeah. They like video games, and they don't know how to take care of children. Or they hate children. Yeah. And so, they they decide to take this mom's night out, and so they leave the kids with their stupid moron husbands, <laughs> and just... Where do they go? Okay, where do they go? They're they going to first, a nice Chinese yeah, restaurant. Yeah, a nice Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And... They go, and we have the first hijinks of the night, I believe. Yeah. And... Is the reservation as well. Yes, she made the reservation on, like, a Tuesday and said, I would like a reservation for next Saturday. No, 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 no. Well, this is an important plot element, so I need to explain it in in excruciating detail, as the scene itself was. She made the the reservation for next, whatever night it was, we'll say Saturday, next Saturday. She should have made the reservation... For this right. Saturday, because this Saturday is the Saturday that comes in the current week, whereas next Saturday would be the Saturday of the week following. So what she did was... You memorized that whole block of dialogue from the <laughs> By week. mistake, what she did was use the word next instead of this, and that was the foundation for all of their problems for the rest of the movie. And if you think that I'm talking about this too long, and you wish that I would move on to something else... That's exactly how we felt during this scene in the movie. Because it yes. goes on for like 10 minutes. Is there a debate about this and next? Is, I, it, like, I, is it like a debate people have like, like wh- how many is a couple, a few, and several? I don't think is so. It? I think it's pretty standard. This yeah. week means the, the week you're in and next week means the following week. That's what I thought. So I, it, seemed, it was a weird... It's, I don't know. It's a, so uh, so uh, they, they can't get reservations. Mm-hmm. And so Allison, or sorry, April from Grey's Anatomy is very upset. Allison. She's very upset about losing the reservation, and then everybody's upset, and so she takes their phones. Yeah, they, she locks all of their phones in the van mm-hmm. so and that they can't... I No, I think one of them got a call or something. Yeah, it was the oh. pastor's wife got a call from her teenage daughter who wants to be rebellious. Oh, yeah, that's right, because one of the subplots of the movie... If you can call it that. Yeah, there's nothing really... It's just sort of a talk... I guess a talking point. It's exposition, I guess. It's more of a comment, really. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. The pastor's wife's daughter's a teenager, and she likes this guy who the parents don't approve of. I guess he's some hotshot youth group kid. Yeah, you know how they are. Yeah, oh, yeah. Every youth group has one of them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the kid at 16 who already has a car. Oh, yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Really screams danger. Yeah. This guy is a rebel without a cause. And she gets a call from her daughter, but then uh, April from Grey's Anatomy is just like, no, we are not going to talk on our phones and be stressed tonight. And so she locks the phones in the van, and then they don't have a reservation at the, the Chinese restaurant. But while they're at the restaurant, Bridget, who is Samwise Gam- Gamgee's half-sister, sees her ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah, we, we, okay, so we missed some, we missed some earlier... Things that happened in the movie. Before the mom's night out starts, Rudy tells his wife that she should plan a mom's night out. And then when that's happening, Rudy's half-sister comes and is like, I need somebody to watch my kid because I'm 
getting a job, I think it is. Is she getting a job? I think she's. Oh, getting, yeah. She, she's yeah, get, yeah, she's yeah. getting a job. And she just assumes that April from Grey's Anatomy is going to be able to babysit her kid. Right. And so Samwise is like, no, I'll watch the kid. Which this introduces an element that I'm not sure what happened. I, I have to admit, I. When we were watching the movie, I was kind of in and out. I fell asleep for part of it, and I had to rewatch part of it. But Samwise was supposed to be watching the baby. So why did why is there this whole plot of where the baby went? Did he maybe, did he volunteer? To, yeah. Oh, he he volunteered. He's like, no, it's okay. I'll watch the kid because she's planning a mom's night out. Oh yeah. Wait. <laughs> but then, but then at the restaurant, we see her ex, who is supposed, supposed to, to be, be watching, watching the kid. Yeah, I don't. And it turns out that he delegated his responsibility to someone else. To someone but else. Samwise was the one who was going to be watching the kid. Jeez. <laughs> I think there's a plot hole here. What the heck? <laughs> and so, uh, anyway, she's Bridget, Samwise's half sister, sees this her ex boyfriend at the restaurant, and she's mad at him. But then they decide to just go bullying. Yeah, she's mad at him because it looks like he's on a date. With this other girl, when he, she, when he's supposed to be watching their kid, yeah, and so she's really upset, and then they go bowling instead. Is that what happens? Next? Yeah, there's a bowling alley right like right next to the restaurant, okay. right? And so they go bowling instead yeah. of going to the restaurant, and they're not having the best time bowling because they're really bad at it, and they wanted to go to this fancy restaurant. And they're dressed for a night on the town. Yeah. And so they're upset that they just go bowling instead. And then while they're at the bowling alley, Samwise calls April from Grey's Anatomy and says... That... Uh, yeah, they take the kids to the video... The, the stupid dads take the kids to the video arcade. Yeah. And uh, they call... Uh, Samwise calls April from Grey's Anatomy and says that somebody... One of the kids... Yeah, got her, her, like got stuck in a machine or something like and that. And Samwise dislocated his shoulder trying to get right. the kid out of the machine or whatever was going on. Yeah, I think it was one of those like claw machines, and the kid like reached his arm up in to try and get his prize. I, I, yeah, I, I'm making that up. I don't know if that's. What and it so was. they have to get to the hospital. Yeah, they have to go to the and hospital, not because of the kid, but because of the dislocated shoulder. Yeah, and so they go in an ambulance to the hospital, and the dads. There's another thing. Okay, so. <laughs> The van gets stolen while the... the no, the, the dads take the van. But how did they get to the video arcade? They were... if So how did they get to the video arcade? I'm if, really not sure. I don't remember. So they got to the video arcade. Samwise is taken to the hospital. And then they, they take the van with all the phones in it. Yeah, but I don't know how they got that van. They went because they were at the restaurant because the, there was the parakeet. At the restaurant. Oh, that's a whole other thing. They bring the. Was it Kevin who is uh, this? Is he even a dad or is he just. No, he's the guy that hates kids. He, all right, he's Samwise. He loves video uh, games. friend. Yeah, they just play video games together all the time. Those idiots. And they. I guess. He brings his pet bird, or is the... It's, it's one of the kids' birds, I think. Yeah, okay. And so they have to bring this bird along to the dad's. Like babysitting co-op I guess. for, it, it, I don't know. It can't be alone or something. I don't know. I don't know anything about I think parakeets. It, I think it was probably to keep the kids. You know, like oh, we need our bird. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. These 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 dads, morons, are trying to <laughs> make every preventative preventative 
preventative measure yes. they can to right. make the night as easy as possible. Right. So because the, they really just want to be playing video games. Yeah. Deadbeat. And so they <laughs> they they bring the parakeet whose name is Mama. Mama. Yeah. So That's they, an important plot they, point. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. They bring Mama w- along with them and it stays in the car or whatever vehicle they brought to how do we not remember this? And so, I, because we both fell asleep at different times during the movie. <laughs> and so, they... I don't, I don't it's a think, gripping story. It is a gripping story. So, they they end up... They, they take the van from the Yeah, it, it ends up happening. However things work out, the bird escapes at the restaurant while the moms are there. So, the moms and the dads are in the same place. I'm not 100% sure how they got to the restaurant, the dads, but they're there. The bird escapes. They grab the bird. I'm not sure why they don't have their own vehicle, but they go and take the van. Mm-hmm. With all the phones, so the, they yeah. are incommunicado with right. the moms. The moms no longer have their phones. And then, I'm trying to think, so they go from the restaurant to the bowling alley. Yeah. And then they have to, man. There's so many things happening. So many moving parts. Mm-hmm. So oh, then they go to the hospital. The dads go to the hospital. Yeah, the, the dads go to the hospital, and Samwise, they have to get out of the hospital uh, really quickly because I guess Samwise gets a call from no, they don't they have the phones. So for some reason they have to leave the they have to leave the hospital, and so Samwise like. But you're skipping way ahead now. That's towards the end of the movie, isn't it? When he pops his shoulder back. Sort in. of, but yeah, in between that. At the restaurant, the moms, so they find out that Bridget's daughter, or kid, I don't remember if it's a son or a daughter, is not with the person they're supposed to be with. So the moms are going to call somebody, and then they realize they don't have their phones. They realize the van's been stolen. I think they make a police report about the van, because she's like, it and has then they bumper get stickers, and they get attacked. And the taxi driver is the, a British man. Some, some British guy. Who is only British because it would be funny to have a British guy. Which, surprise, surprise, falls a little flat, I would say. A little bit. Through most of the movie. He just says weird British things yes. that probably aren't even British things. A, lo- a, lot of the, a lot of the jokes in this movie fall flat Yeah, a little bit. So they get in the taxi. But again, we're not the target audience for this movie. Right, yeah. So I feel like for the target audience, perhaps this, the, like, the jokes are... Um, they make sense. Maybe, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, like we said, we're not Christian moms, so we, we really had to try hard. We're really trying to tap into our inner uh, mommy blogger. But they get in the taxi, and they're going to the police station, or they go into the hospital, or they go... They, no, they go to that guy's house. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. They go to the guy's house, Hank. and then, yeah, and they realize that the baby is at the tattoo parlor. Yes. Where the biker gang, the Skulls, hangs out. Yes. And so they go to the tattoo parlor, and there's no word on the baby. They go to the tattoo parlor, and I think the guy who is at the front desk is like, oh, Bones has the baby. And then, yeah. so they have to go around back, and they knock on the door. Okay, yeah, this is... Bones opens the door, and he's like this hardened... It's Trace but- Adkins. Yes, Trace Adkins, who is somebody. And they... So he's like, 
what is he? He doesn't know where the baby is either. Yeah. And so he offers to help them find the baby, though. And so where where are they on their way to? Wherever whoever they said had the baby, they're on their way mm-hmm. to his house, or really not sure about yeah. that. But all that to say, when they are on the road with... I feel like we're skipping massive portions of this movie, but we're not. Yeah, we, I, I don't think we are either. But when they're on the road, they see the van. The, yeah. Because the dads are driving it. From the hospital. Yeah, where are the dads going? <laughs> the dads... Oh, man. Well, they might be going to the... No, because they were all at the... Ho- I thought they They're going to the tattoo parlor. Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're going to the tattoo parlor because... They're tr- <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> are they trying to find the moms? Or are they trying to find the babies? Oh, maybe April from Grey's Anatomy told Samwise that they the do baby was at the tattoo parlor. And then... No, because the phone conversation they have is when he's at the tattoo parlor and she's at the police station. So that's not until later. <laughs> but but the, the, the why... They all have to go to the police station because while they're on the road, <laughs> the taxi... And Trace Adkins, Bones, have to chase after this van because they just see it on the road and they're like, that's, that's, that's the van. And so they start chasing after it. Yeah. So and at this point, Rudy's at the hospital and the other dads and the kids are in the van. Yeah. And so the, 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 the dads in the van see that there's this taxi and this biker chasing after them. And the biker's trying to stop the van and get it to pull over. But then the van isn't stopping. And so... The dad driving the van runs a bunch of red lights and drives very, very recklessly. Mm-hmm. And so a, a cop starts chasing after them. This is a point in the movie where I wasn't sure. So Bones like veers off and does a couple donuts in front of the cop, presumably to get the cop to follow him, to follow after the van. The van. Which works. Yeah, actually. But then everybody starts driving totally erratically and running red lights, and so the cop goes after the van. Yeah. But he knows it's sto- he knows it's the yeah, stolen he, van, he, yeah. and so he's going after the stolen van. And the British taxi driver's like crashing into trash cans, and but the cop this this city has one cop. Yeah, it, and so it's the, only the, one. The town of Mayberry is the setting. Of yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Andy Griffith has to make the decision: Does he chase after? The, the um, biker, the biker, and the taxi, or does he chase after the van? And he chooses the van. Yeah, and then he. You know what is amazing about this is so that dad driving the van runs red lights, swerves all over the place with kids in the van. Men are oh, stupid. Just such idiots. He probably thought he was playing Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, this this is. This is why violent video game. They talk about like kids and violent video games, but this is affecting the dads. If the dads weren't playing violent video games, they wouldn't be kid- putting their kids in such peril yeah. all of the time. Yeah. And so the cop tells the driver to get out of the car. And this is actually, if there's any like funny scene <laughs> yeah. that sort of works in the movie, it it works. Yeah. The 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 dad has to get out of the car. And then the, the cop tells him, face the lights. And there's a like a red light behind him. Mm-hmm. And the cop has a flashlight in the pointing at him. So he the guy doesn't know which direction, <laughs> which lights to look at. And the actor pulls, pulls yeah, it up. Yeah, it, it was really, really funny. funny. I, I laughed. Mm-hmm. And then the cop asks him, is there anyone else in the car? And he's like, yeah. And then the 
cop opens the door and there's the the friend the deadbeat friend who hates kids in the back yeah. with the kids and the cop asks are this your dad and they're like nope because it's not yeah. it's the deadbeat friend right and the other dad is friend of the so none of these kids are theirs right and so they the cop is like are these is are either these your dad and the kids are like nope our dad's the, at the hospital yeah and then and then they say Dad killed Mama. Well, well, first they say um, our dad's at the hospital, and like they say, he this guy's taking us to his house, but we don't want to go. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then it culminates with the kid saying he killed Mama, the bird, the Mama. bird. But the cop doesn't know this. Yeah, and so he arrests the guy, and they yeah. take him to jail. And this cop, like the other dads, is kind of an idiot. He because remember, it's just like the way they set him up when he's like radioing in like. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. following the van. It has stickers. Stickers, and then they throw the, sippy cups. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, the the dad <laughs> grabs a sippy cup to throw at the biker. Yeah, this is we're, we're jumping back here. <laughs> but he he says, "Say hello to my little sippy cup," and then he throws a sippy cup out, a couple sippy cups out at the biker who's being trailed by the cop. So the cop is like, "There's sippy cups." And then he pulls over the dad, thinks the dad is kidnapping the kids because he murdered their mom. And so he takes all of them to the police station. Mm-hmm. And while they're there, the, the moms arrive in the taxi because their van, the cops call, no, they don't have their phones. Right? So they arrive at the police station. Yeah, because the biker told the moms that's the, right yeah, yeah. that the, the dads and the kids had been arrested and so the moms show up at the police station and the um the one from Grey's anatomy uh april is that her name from Grey's anatomy yeah april from Grey's anatomy she wants to find her kids the the pastor's wife thinks that her daughter is in jail because she was going to a party with yeah, the with youth group steve yes yeah, steve the youth group hot shot yeah and Bridget thinks that her son is missing. So they're all like being really upset and stuff. And they're causing problems at the police station and getting in the policeman's personal space. So they throw the moms. Yeah. Well, they, no, they, they tase Deb from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, they do. Because this is like this joke they try to set up um, where they need to talk to the police. And they keep saying, please, one at a time, one at a time. And they just, they don't. Mm-hmm. They just keep talking, talking, talking. Nobody tries to calm anybody down. And then they just tase one of them. Because the moms go, like, running around the police station to find out how to get behind the desk. Which is behind, like, a plate of glass window. And they do. And then the cop just tases Deb from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> and then they throw the rest of them into jail. This scene would have been... Like, I could have seen this scene working in a movie in which, like, Melissa McCarthy, Kate McKinnon, Amy Poehler, and one of those other women were playing all of these roles. This scene would have been in one of their movies, and it probably has been. I would imagine. (laughs) But, like so many other scenes, it was just so drawn out. Well, that's what I mean. That's exactly the way they would have played Mm -hmm. it in that movie, too. Yeah. It just fell flat on its face. And it culminates with... Deb from Everybody Loves Raymond getting tased, and then they're locked in prison. Yeah. Everybody except April from Grey's Anatomy is locked in prison. And she has a heart-to-heart with Bones, Mm -hmm. who tells her... Well, uh, 
April from Grey's Anatomy confides in Bones that she doesn't feel good enough for anybody in her life. Mm -hmm. And then Bones very wisely points out that, no, you're just not good enough for you. It was a, a decent moment. It, we I plan on talking about that stuff yeah. in the guiding question okay. section. All right, so shelve it for now. Yeah. And so they're in prison. Then De- uh, Deb's, Deb's daughter shows up. Yeah. And, and another funny moment is when uh, Deb's like, oh, I was so worried about you or something like that. And the daughter's like, mom, I'm not the one in prison. You are. Yeah. <laughs> And then we realized that Deb's daughter did not actually go out with Steve. Yeah, because he's, he's also a deadbeat player. Yeah, he probably just stayed home to play his video yeah. games. And because she finds out that I was only he's she's only his Facebook number three, which I had forgotten about Facebook the friends list. I still don't. Friends. I still don't believe that that was a thing. It was. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it was because I remember it was sort of like a big deal at the time. People. It caused a lot of drama. Uh, well, like, I remember that being a thing for MySpace. You had your top eight. Yeah, so it was like Facebook. I think Facebook was trying to bridge Dude. the gap between people that were upset about MySpace not really being popular anymore and being upset that Facebook was what everybody wanted to be on. And so they had this top friends list. Huh. And so all that to say, Deb's daughter realizes... That Steve's a loser because she's not his top friend on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, she said... Uh, He's a total player, just like you, Mom, told me. And so at that point, that's when Deb from Everybody Loves Raymond decides to show her daughter her tattoo. Yeah, because she's like, I didn't, I just don't, don't want you to turn out like I was, because she was a wild child. Yeah, uh, and then reveals what, her tattoo. Is of it Donny Osmond. Is that what it was? I didn't remember it's that. Donny Osmond's oh face. Gosh. So she she shows her daughter the Don, Donny Osmond tattoo and then br- and brings them closer. Yeah, it, it so horrifies the daughter that she's like, I'm never getting a tattoo. Yeah. and But then they're let out of jail. Well, for the, the, the dads are sort of trailing the moms, right? So they end up at the tattoo parlor, meanwhile. Yeah, because... Um, or Sam Samwise and Alex Kendrick. Yeah. And... Uh, at the tattoo they're, they're parlor. The other dads out. are at the police station. And Samwise and Coach Taylor are at the tattoo parlor. They have... Yeah, they, then they, they take a baby for, from there? No, that's. I think that's just one of their kids. Okay, okay yeah, so them. the kids are split up too. So they, they, um, they're talking to the guy at the front desk at the tattoo parlor trying to figure out where Bones and the, the wives went. Mm-hmm. And all the guy says is they went out the door and to the right. Which is east, he thinks. Yeah. So... <laughs> The then Samwise gets a call from April from Grey's Anatomy, and she's like, "We're at the police station," mm-hmm. and he's like, "We're at the tattoo parlor." And yeah, and then he says, "Wait, the, the police?" And then everybody in the tattoo parlor puts their hands up, <laughs> which was kind of funny, I guess. Yeah. And then they end up at the police station as well, and things work out. And why why do they end up at the police station? Because everybody else is there, right? But what happens? They just see each other. Oh, this is the thing: is everybody's nobody addresses all the crimes, the traffic violations <laughs> that have been committed. Like that's that's swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. You could get some pretty high level charges for like running red lights like that and yeah, evading uh, like yeah. go, I don't know, I don't. But this is like the end of a little piece of heaven, sort of. Where <laughs> There's all, no consequences. No consequences at all. <laughs> And everything's just kind of glossed At over. least, li- I can't believe I'm going to say this. At least a little piece of heaven had a courtroom scene where the charges were dropped. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little piece of heaven bested this movie in something. 
so, so they yeah they get to the hospital or to the police station and everything's good like mm-hmm. we're all reunited a- april has had her like come to jesus moment yeah where she recognizes that uh, she doesn't need all of this mom's night out stuff she's yeah. ha- she's happy just being you know a mom and th- even though her life's not perfect that's fine which five minutes into this movie, you said, <laughs> how much you want to bet the whole movie is going to be, at the end of the movie is going to be, she misses her kids and just wants to be a mom. Yeah. And then, <laughs> hour and a half later, that is exactly what happened. And so after that, we have this scene of April from Grey's Anatomy getting up early in the morning and sitting down in front of her laptop to write a blog post about... You know, yeah. What she did we mention that she was a blogger, or we were just I, talking about? We joked about it, but okay. yeah, she's yeah. a she's a mommy blogger. Yeah. So at the beginning of the movie, she's also writing a blog, and she writes a post about how she's a beautiful mess. She accepts herself, and yeah. then the next scene is they go back to the bowling alley because okay, I seem to have this recollection of them being at the the moms being at the bowling alley and winning a free month of bowling. Did they win? I know that there was an award for a free month of bowling for the best dancer, but they didn't really do any dancing. So I, don't, I don't know. I don't think that they won. But either way, they're at the bowling alley with their all their families, everybody's happy, mm-hmm. and Samwise tells April from Grey's Anatomy that he is happy that she's a mom, that she's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. All the things uh, that you would expect to be said in the yep. culminating like the scene like that yeah and And then then there's a dance party an eight minute dance party in the bowling alley everybody dances everybody's having a great time Uh, this bowling alley has a full-time dj which is impressive which is impressive because every bowling alley i've ever been to yeah we should talk about bowling alleys because we were recently out we were just at a bowling alley yeah it was a bowling alley that had been uh, basically a bowling alley that became a christian because there's there was no because bef- prior to that this bowling alley which is right up the road was just a total dive you could smoke in it it was always just hazy made your eyes water when you would walk in there's a bar in there yeah which there still is but but yeah it's less you know it's kind of the whole place doesn't reek of cigarettes and stale beer but it was converted and now it's like a more family friendly environment mm-hmm. but. You were talking about this. Every there is it, every bowling alley. There, there, there's this company I think that sells carpeting to bowling alleys. Like that's exclusively what they do because every bowling alley has the same carpet in it. I need to go back to this Mom's Night Out movie and look at the ground and see if they have this carpeting in the bowling right. alley. Because if they don't, this is the hippest bowling alley I have. They do have a ever. DJ. So. Yeah, they have a full time DJ at the bowling alley, which. I think that would maybe make the bowling experience more fun, especially for most people who go bowling and don't like bowling that much. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. I, I don't know. I think that's everybody who goes yeah. to bowling alleys. And so it's, it's a long dance part. And I remember sitting there and I just turned it off or was about to turn it off. You're like, no, we got to watch the end. And I was just like, this is the end. We're just going to dance. I didn't believe you, but that was what it was. <sighs> So that's um, that's Mom's Night Out. Yeah, like it's hard to talk about the plot of them. Oh, we we forgot they do find the baby at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go back to Hank's house, and they're asking about the baby again. And while they're there, the biker gang, the Skulls, show up, 
with the cops. Yeah. One, they must have only been able to afford one cop car for this movie because there's one cop <laughs> with all of these bikers who come to help find this child. And while they're all trying to set up a 12-block perimeter to try to block off whoever took yeah. the child, they the, the baby somehow ended up with the neighbors. And so the neighbors have been watching the baby. The entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. And so the baby has been safe. Yeah. And we almost left out like yeah. the plot of the. Sorry to almost leave you hanging. They find the baby. The baby's fine. Yeah, and then they go bowling. Yeah. <laughs> ben, we were we are not good at watching movies. No. Well, this one was hard to follow. You know how there's yeah. that whole. Uh, I'm going to offend some people possibly here. There's that whole. I think it's a comedy bit, or maybe it's actually like a TED talk or something about like a man's brain being a series of compartments mm-hmm. and a woman's brain being like spaghetti. I yep. feel like this movie was made for a woman's brain because there's just all of these like things going. Like it's all, and I had trouble following it. I don't know. Maybe I'm being offensive. I, I think. <laughs> I think we're. I mean, it was, it was a movie made for, you know, the mommy yeah, blogger. Yeah, but or it, I think it was, like, it was definitely made by someone who thinks that way. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you could have written this movie, Ben, because that's how you think. Like what? That men compartmentalize women's <laughs> brains like spaghetti. Just a joke, just a joke. Just, you know, ribbon with the guys. Want to drink some hot sauce? <laughs> And so, this, no. it is true, if, if, even if that's not the, like, it was made I'm, with that assumption. Yeah, much, right, I'm not saying yeah. that's necessarily a true thing, but I'm saying this feels like it was made with that kind yeah. of thinking in mind. Oh, no, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. 21st century is hard to navigate. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, that's the movie. It was, um, I didn't know what to, like, I, I was excited to watch it, because I thought it was going to have, like, that... Christian mingle type, yeah, I, I, like, I flair to it. I thought this this movie, and it it was a little bit like this, but I thought this movie was going to be like the Christian version of The Hangover. Yeah, but and it sort of had that going on a little bit, but not not as much as I had thought. And I I had hoped when I heard about this, or when I looked at like the plot synopsis of the movie, I had hoped that there were going to be a lot of scenes of all of the dads. At home with the kids, like trying to take care of them, yeah. and just crazy things happen. Yeah, I was which like, may it, they maybe should have contained it more that way. Yeah, that's that's what I was expecting going in, and that wasn't what was happening at all. Is this movie sexist? A little, yeah, toward yeah, a little. bit. I mean, towards men. Yeah, <laughs> all of the men in this movie are like they kind of are dumb. The, even even the police officers. Yeah, like the one who tases the woman. And, um, like, the, all of the dads are kind of dumb. The only guy in this who isn't kind of dumb is the motorcycle dude, Trace Atkins. Yeah. He's, like, the only one who's not just, like, I uh, just want to play video games. Right, yeah. All right, Let's so, move on to the guiding questions. Yeah, because... Was there any truth in this movie? So this is the, the thing I wanted to talk about with this. Do you have anything you want to say about that first? Um, no, you're going to touch on, I think, okay. what both of us are thinking. Yeah, so... Every time we've watched one of these movies, I have complained about a certain thing, which is that you, in the movie, traditionally what happens is you have a person who has all of these problems that are presented, then they are, you know, 
in the squalor of their problems for a little while. Then they have the Jesus moment. Then everything goes right for yeah. them. And I've complained about that in almost every single one of these movies that we've watched. This movie didn't do that. No. Which, I and it, it came pretty early on where they didn't do that. And I was really impressed. And I was like, whoa, is this going to be an actually good movie? Unfortunately, mm. the, the rest of the movie wasn't great. In my opinion, was not that much yeah. fun. And it wasn't very funny or good. But... It had this moment where the mom, I think, uh, she's talking to Sean Astin, I think. And she says, um, this is my dream. I'm literally living it. And I'm not happy. So she had everything she thought she wanted in her life. Like the the family, the church, Jesus, the kids. Every, like, her life was perfect. And she recognized there was still something she was missing. Then she's having this conversation with the pastor's wife later on and the pastor's wife, like the April basically says to her, you know, like you've got it all together. And the pastor's wife is like, am I always happy? No, that's a fantasy. That's not real life. And so again, it, you know, got rid of that stupid trope that just because you've got Jesus in your life, everything's going to be perfect for you. And that's sort of a consistent message throughout the movie, which, you know, April eventually recognizes when she has the conversation with the the uh, motorcycle. I love that we're just calling her April now. That's yeah. not her name in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, this movie broke from that error of all of the yeah. other Christian movies we've watched, which I was really pleased to see. I'm just sad that the rest of the movie wasn't a lot better. Yeah, there. I will say, though, there were some part Like, some of the jokes didn't fall totally flat. Right, any, any dialogue jokes were really just slow, and mm-hmm. there was no... And a lot of times it was just repeating the same thing over and over again. But there were a couple of things that were funny. The the whole cop, the scene with the cop looking mm-hmm. at, like, what light do I look at was funny. I also thought it was funny how the one Deb from Everybody Loves Raymond cannot text to save her life. And she, like, autocorrect always gets the best of her. Because mm-hmm. at one point she's, like, having a text argument with her daughter while they're at that Bible study. Yeah. <laughs> and she just texts, like, what was it? Oyster Boone. <laughs> That was one of the things that she sent to her daughter. Uh, that was funny too. So some of the like, yeah, it, they, this like, movie had some, a lot of potential. Yeah, it did. It did. And the and you can tell because some of the stuff wasn't totally heavy handed. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. some of the stuff was really, really heavy handed, but some of it was also kind of just they just didn't tighten all the screws. Yeah, yeah. I so. I'm going to skip the did it handle its material well question because I think we sort of answered that in that answer. But should this movie have been made? Is I'd say yes. This has the potential to yeah. be a really good movie. It just needed, like you said, a couple of the screws tightened around certain areas in it. Um, some of the scenes go on a little too long. Mm-hmm. Could have been easily cut because you've already made the joke. You're just repeating the joke in the same scene. Yeah. Um, some of the... I mean, don't make all of your dads idiots would be yeah, the, a good step. <sighs> What such an old joke uh-huh. like that? Like that ship has sailed. Yeah, like, there's, just... there's no more '90s sitcoms being right. Made. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else could it have done to tighten things up a little bit? I th- I think they should have contained the dad scenes yeah. more instead of having them go off anywhere. Yeah, just have them stay at home because they had a couple scenes where all of a sudden the dads were like saran wrapped together. 
Yeah, th- that was the mom's imagination of what was happening at home. I don't know. Like, there's that scene oh, where she, yeah, yeah. she envisions what's happening at home. Okay. And yeah. Uh, she, yeah, she does that a couple times. Yeah, and it, like, if the movie had been those things happening, it would have been pretty funny. Right, think. yeah. Like, you could there's a lot you could have done with that. So, I think we're both a yes, this movie should have been made. Yeah, I It think just needs so. a, a couple screw tightenings mm-hmm. in certain areas. Alex Kendrick in this movie, this is the best I've seen him acting. Like he made I think because he wasn't expression. writing and directing and producing yeah. and all those things. I think he had time to focus on the craft. The, the and, character. Yeah, like, and yeah. he, he, I thought this was the, be, the best we've seen him in any of his roles. Yeah. And yeah. I think like he's a good supporting actor. Yeah, he, he, might, he might not, he's, he's not a leading man, perhaps. Right, yeah. All right, uh, who would you recast? So I, I, I can think of one suggestion because the entire movie I was saying this guy is this guy, the guy who plays Kevin, who is the uh, the loser of all losers. Yeah, he hates kids, loves video games, and he just has these really weird lines. And I'm almost certain that they based this character off of this one guy. I don't know his name, but he play. He's in the league, which is like a oh Jason Manzukas. Jason Manzukas, is that his name? Yeah. Okay. So he's I know that he's in the league and I'm he's in some other things as well, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But he always plays this sort of bizarre character. Oh, he's uh Dennis Feinstein in Parks and Rec, the the cologne guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah, so he's always kind of this bizarre character and he always kind of says these non sequitur lines. Yes. And this guy was being portrayed as that character in this movie. So if they had replaced that actor, he would have been hilarious. Yeah. You could replace all of the moms with, you know, that troupe of comedy yeah. actresses. Yeah. And that would have went well. Maybe put Elijah Wood in there somewhere. <laughs> or maybe Bones could have been Viggo Mortensen or something. <laughs> or just recast all the dads as the fellowship. <laughs> the the pastor of the church is uh, Ian McKellen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, besides that, I don't know. I didn't think the acting was that bad. The acting was good. No, the act. Yeah, the acting was good. Production quality. It was a five million dollar budget. I thought they. Yeah, they, they did a good job of what they had. Yeah. So usually, as we're going throughout the movie, I'm describing like you know shots that are bad or scenes that are really bad. This movie didn't really have any of yeah. that. The the main problem with it is that just that a lot of the jokes didn't work. Mm-hmm. They didn't land well. Um, did anything knock your socks off in this movie? No consequences for yeah, people's I, actions. No, no consequences. The reckless driving with like four kids in the van, possibly. Bowling alley DJ. I bet yeah, knocked yeah, my yeah. socks. I mean, because that would crazy. change forever change my bowling experience. I might even bowl a better game too if there was a DJ there to encourage me. That's true. Um, would you watch this again or recommend this movie? Okay, I have a question to ask because, like we said, neither of us are Christian moms. Yeah, I, we we. I want to know if like, like the target audience is it did did do some people really enjoy this? Because some a lot of these movies we watch are just kind of like they're just bad. Yeah, but I I want to know for sure whether. Because obviously there's a lot of gimmicks in this movie and stuff, but mm-hmm. is is the place that it tried to be in a place that it actually has for some people? Yeah, right, right. So all you mommy bloggers out there, let us know if this, yeah, this, this movie does capture, if it is like right. relatable content. Because I want to know. I want to know. So it's it's hard to to figure that out. Like we're not 
moms. Right. We're never going to be moms. No. So we we can't like we can't describe like I don't even know how to put it into words. Like this movie isn't for us to no. to appreciate. No. And so it I didn't appreciate it, obviously, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad movie. Right. Because, it, like we said, the acting's good, production's good, jokes are a little eh, but it's not a bad movie. Right. I Yeah, let us know how... Did this get what it's like to be a is mom? Is it relatable? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or is it just totally gimmicky? Because yeah. it's definitely, like, perpetuates some stereotypes, but is there any truth? Yeah. All right, so how would you rate this movie? I think uh, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna give it a solid three pairs of bowling shoes. Three pairs of bowling mm. shoes. Wow, that's six bowling shoes. Yes, but a pair is just one <laughs> on the scale. You're right. I, I understand that. All right, I'm gonna give this a five out of ten because because I have to appreciate that it didn't break the rule that I've seen in every other Christian movie of. Jesus making your life perfect. It right. didn't do that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10 dead parakeets. Okay. 5 out of 10 dead. 5 mamas. Yeah. 5 mamas. Okay. 5 out of 10. This. Oh. <laughs> there, there, so we forgot to talk about this. But there's this moment at towards the end of the movie. So that the ex-boyfriend had been having dinner with this girl. And mm-hmm. Bridget was, was really upset about it. And at the end of the movie, the way they tie that up is he was actually having a job interview. Yeah. Well, at a yeah. fancy Chinese restaurant. At like 8 o'clock at night. Dressed to the nines yeah. at 8 o'clock at night. I don't think he's telling the truth about that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so this is, that's the movie I want to see. What has this guy been up to? Yeah. Uh, he, he may be involved in something nefarious. It's very possible. He does <laughs> give off his kid to... Yeah. To well, here's my question. Jones. Okay, so... The uh, let's, oh no, I'm not. Well, I just so he he gave his kid to somebody at the tattoo parlor. Yeah, we I don't know how. Or did he give it. it to the neighbors and he just never got? It was a classic like, it, wait, I can explain, but they don't let him explain. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I don't think it matters. Well, yeah, that's that. Mom's night out. Maybe maybe you should watch it. <laughs> I don't know. I'll leave up that up to the fan to decide. Yeah. And. Also want to know that this was a recommendation from the fan. Yeah. And so the fan keep the recommendations coming. It, yeah. Because this movie, I think it we learned a little bit, opened up our minds a little bit. And we never would have watched this movie had it no. not been suggested. Right. So please send us more suggestions. Yeah. Of movies. You can reach out to us on Instagram at Better Day Podcast, Twitter at Better Day Cast. You can email us at betterdaypodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, we post the episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes, so please leave us a review or follow us on SoundCloud. That would be magnificent. I think your journey awaits you. Ooh, field party of three. Okay. Uh, what is your name? Field. Oh. I cannot seem to find your reservation on my scroll. Sorry, but I, I. It's only a two and a half hour wait. Totally worth it. And during that time, you're more than welcome to observe the art in the gallery. I don't want to observe art. I, I know, it's really exhausting, right? Look, I scouted, I planned, I, I, I got the group on, I made a reservation, I did everything required of me, so there must be some mistake. How about this? Why don't I go back and talk to my visionary for you? Your what? Your manager. Oh, yeah. Just wait here. 
So after a very helpful consultation with my superior, there is a very special table that awaits you next Saturday, because that's when you made your reservation. No, 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 I didn't. I um, I called on Monday. You did? You you called and you spoke with Bree? Yes, Bree, yes, yes, yes. She's really pretty. And you said next Saturday. Yes, next Saturday, as in the next available Saturday, the next one that exists, the next one to be. <laughs> No, next Saturday would be the Saturday immediately following the current week you are in. No, it's the one immediately following whatever day it is. That's what next means. Mm, mm -mm. No, that would be this Saturday. As in like this pen here, as in like this little mousy thing, as in this phone, like, oh, hello, I'd like to make a reservation for this Saturday. Oh, you mean today? Yes, you may see like that, but you didn't say this. You said no. 